Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW Formerly Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. Now, there is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, How much does what we wear play into how we feel? Do you notice your confidence rising, maybe your mindset changing, and even the scale going down when you wear nice clothing? It's what we're exploring today on Real WW Talk. Welcome. It's another Real WW Talk, and I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, I missed seeing you at our weekly meeting. You guys had a busy weekend. I did. I took my little son to the orchard, to Butler's Orchard, which is a local farm. And so he got to pet goats and pick raspberries. He was so excited. So sorry I missed the meeting, but it was great to see him interact with the animals. Oh, that's awesome. I I had a a retreat at my church, which is in D.C., so I had... A little bit of a commute, so I um, I missed you guys as well. But um, it was nice to be with my church fam. But Aaron, you was, held it down for us. I held it down, and I stretched across that back seat. Don't you know? I did. I'm like, <laughs> this is my whole row, yeah. and our group knows it's our row too. Like nobody sits in the row. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because when you walk into a meeting room, for those who go to meetings, you have your spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you look to see if someone's in your seat and you try not to like give them the eye if they're sitting in your seat. Because of yeah. course, what would happen if they were like, you're really mm-hmm. not going to do anything, but it's like, that's right. my seat. Well, you our people would be like, no, 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 no. That's where Rose sits. Why don't you sit over here? <laughs> that's true. We have our now, sections. Mm-hmm. I did sit next to uh, Jay, who is a longtime member. We call him the original Jay because we've got two Jays in the group. So our original Jay. Uh, he had just turned uh, for his birthday. Is, is it 60 or 65? And he decided that he was going to climb a mountain literally in Washington mm-hmm. state. And that has been what he has been working towards. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Yes, and he did it. And it was so wonderful just to be able to sit with him and, you know, look at his pictures again and then talk about what, what are his future goals? What mountain is he going to climb next? So I, I was so motivated him. by his picture. 
Yeah. yeah. And I loved hearing him talk about his journey because like you mentioned, Aaron, he's been in the meeting room for a while. And like a lot of us, he's had his ups and downs. But after the pandemic, seeing him as fit as I've ever seen him, hearing him talk about the reason why he was successful wasn't because he had a weight goal, but because he had a, a, a physical goal that he knew he had to um, attain. Yeah. And his is last week when we talked about habits and identity, the identity of I want to be fit for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. right? I don't want this yo-yo thing. I This is who I want to be. And that was the goals that are getting him towards that identity that he wants to create for himself. He's just incredibly inspiring. It was so yes. great for him to show us a picture on the top when he hit that peak. And even to hear him express how going down the mountain you know, was the scariest part, mm-hmm. you know, like how, putting it into context with our own journeys. It's, it was, it was such a motivating speech to hear from him. So I'm really mm-hmm. glad he shared that. Yeah. So. Did it make you guys start to think about new goals for yourself? Definitely wasn't to climb a mountain. I, I gave him all <laughs> that credit. I told him that too. I said, you are the MVP. That is not my goal. I have a, mm-hmm. I am afraid of heights, but yeah, it made me think what it made, what it reinforced to me is you can do hard things. So mm-hmm. I started thinking about our hard things conversation. Yeah. What's my thing that's going to push me towards that. I don't know exactly what it is yet, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm with yeah. You. yeah. Um, okay. So even though you didn't weigh in at the meeting, did you guys do any type of weigh in or you want to, can we just briefly chat about how our weeks went? Ricky, go ahead start us off. Oh, wait a minute. Was that a Ricky? Cause it's Ricky's turn or was that, a? (laughs) you know, it's the OCD in me. Yes. It's Ricky's turn. We got to keep on schedule. Okay. (laughs) I love that. You remember that for us, Candace. Um, I had a good week last week. I, um, made consistent decisions to eat at home each night, which is a big deal for me. Um, and I ate at home every night. I had my moments where I feel like I did dip into the snacks a little bit more than usual, but I also made an effort to track it. Um, and the scale didn't show all of that. I think there were some things that I had that had a little more sodium in them, but, um, uh, it's hard for me to tell because my scale is a couple pounds higher than the one in the studio, but I believe I was down a pound. So that's what I'm claiming. <laughs> yes. Claim that I'd say so. I, I love it. You guys. I was down 1.2 and I was proud again. As you know, I talk about my step bet. So I'd started my second week of step bet and it was a rough week with me trying to get, I started off stellar. I'm talking 10 to 11,000 steps a day. And then it got a little tough because things happen where you're just sitting most of the time, but I pushed through and was very intentional about making sure that I got movement got on my Peloton, got on my bike, and that's been making me feel really good. So I think that coupled with I tracked and got my first. Okay. So you know how WW has the challenges now in the Mm -hmm. app? Like if you do like tracking seven days, oh, you would have thought I won $50 million or something because it was like, congratulations, you did it. I said, oh my goodness, I tracked breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days (laughs) in a row. I have not done that consistently in a very long time. So (laughs) So you got the little badge? I got a badge. I wish I could have touched it, but it was, (laughs) I was going to post it on my actual Facebook page, but then nobody would get it. But 
You should have put that in the real WW talk group. I don't know why, I, what I was thinking, but I, I don't know. Like I had my moment and then I was like, okay, get over yourself, but well, I'm not over it. I was need proud. to make sure that Nadine, our in-person coach knows, cause Nadine will have a sticker for you. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I, I know that. And that's why I was sad. I missed the meeting. Cause I would have <laughs> announced it and you know, I would have. I know you would have. Uh, well, to can you continue that streak then? Uh, I lost a pound as well. Yay. So I, guys, I have lost five out of the last six weeks. That's incredible. You continue to be a loser. Yay. I love it. <laughs> yes. How does so, it feel, Erin? Uh, you know what? It, it feels good to finally be on a plane of consistency. And that's what I've wanted is discipline and consistency. And I wanted to go into uh, next week is actually when I leave. Is it next week? Is it next week? The 21st? Is that the the 23rd, 24th? I leave for, Mm -hmm. um, I go to Detroit for a conference and I really wanted to be down close to 10 pounds if I could. Um, I didn't necessarily set the number there at 10 pounds, but I thought, okay, realistically, that's probably what I could do. But I just want to keep whittling myself, you know, down for that. I want to be in better shape than when I went on my last trip. That was really the goal. Uh, so I'll be close to that, uh, when I leave next week. And that makes me, that makes me feel happy and I can feel a little difference in my clothes. And, um, you know, if you're on the podcast, you can't see it, but I'm back to wearing one of my rings on my finger that I haven't been able to wear because, you know, it's just, I haven't been able to wear the rings because they get stuck. So, and, it, and it's comfortable. It's uncomfortably. So, oh, the non-scale victories, like the ring spitting, those things just make the whole journey worth it. Yep. Oh, yeah, congratulations. You can't, you can't fake those. It's like it either fits or it doesn't. Right. <laughs> so, congrats. That's a right. Human. But you know, so along with this, I mean, for all of us, we've been making, you know, these, these changes, Candace with the step bet and feeling better. And Ricky's got some new hair and she looks amazing. She looked amazing before but she's another enhanced version of Ricky. <laughs> how how does this make you feel about your weight journey compared to before? Do you have more confidence? Do you feel more like you're 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 in it more? Kind what? of like back to our fake it till you make it thing. Do you feel like you've been faking it till you believe it and you're believing it now so you're starting to make it? For me, I think this is, you know, I, I'd never gotten braids before and it it's a confidence booster for me to have, you know, a different hairstyle to um, present myself in a different way. And I think for me, it's a step in that direction towards really, truly believing, you know, I, I'm confident, I'm all of these positive things and I am uh, a loser <laughs> in that sense. I'm losing the weight. I'm healthy. I'm all the things that I want to be. Um, and I think the way I present myself has a huge, um, huge impact on that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think very similar for me. I think I've been putting in so much work on the mental, you know, this past year, which I'm very proud of. Um, but then also like what Ricky's talking about with the exterior, really trying to make sure that what I'm saying and what I'm doing is manifesting outwardly as well has really helped me, I feel, with my journey. Um, mm-hmm. I got my hair done, you know, it's something that's some, something taking time for that self-care is impacting my journey a lot recently because I was not doing that as consistently because I kind of fell into that whole I'm a mother 
I'm a wife. I come last, even though I verbally said that wasn't true, but I wasn't putting that time into self-care mm-hmm. and self-care for me was taking the bubble bath, getting my hair done, getting my eyebrows done, painting my nails, stuff like that. And now that I've been doing that, I actually have been seeing results on the scale. It's weirdly tied mm-hmm. to together. Um, how I present myself and how I feel confidence wise um, affects the scale for me because I treat myself better when I feel better. Oh, so I think you just said something super powerful right there. When you feel better, you treat yourself better. And what makes you feel better is what's happening up here in your mind. It's that, Mm -hmm. that mindset pillar. It's kind of like when you don't think that, when you wear something, you we've we've talked about it. If you wear something and you feel like it's frumpy and you feel frumpy in it, something about the way that you present yourself, the way you carry yourself, is very mm-hmm. kind of validated in how in what you're wearing and how how you talk, right, and how you act. I don't know if the fact that I put more time and effort into my appearance then made me feel worthy of the choices that I was making with food. Mm-hmm. And even with exercise, like that girl deserves it. Mm-hmm. She deserves the effort. The frumpy girl and this doesn't. And it, it it doesn't make sense. But to me, it does. Like it, 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 there's a weird tie to when you don't feel good about what you're wearing, what you look like mm-hmm. and how you treat yourself. Would you say, too, that it's how you allow others to treat you, too? And how you advocate for yourself or don't advocate for yourself. I think personally, I'm more likely to advocate for myself if I feel better about myself. And I'm more likely to feel better about myself if I take the time to to do those things that make me feel confident and, you know, ready and beautiful and all that stuff. So you, would you guys agree with that? Yeah, yeah I, I would. <laughs> um, I, I would because... So this is a question that I would ask myself, what's the point? What's the point? And I would start dressing and I would look and I would behave like, what's the point? Like, I believe what's the point. But when I'm taking care of myself and I'm dressing like with jeans and heels, what I'm conveying is I'm the point. That's the point of why I'm doing it because I care about myself and, you know, people, people can smell confidence, right? And I, I, I just, I don't know if it's human nature or not, but you can tell when someone doesn't believe that you aren't confident about something and they tend to kind of pick on you. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, six foot full of presence like myself, right? If I don't have the confidence to do something, I can see how people change or think, or they'll move in because they don't think you can handle something. But when I show up in a blazer and jeans and my red heels on, nobody is stepping in to take care of my business. Yeah. Right. And people will tell you power, but people will tell you there's an aura about you. I'll tell you the days that I even take. And it's funny because some of the things that you do like to make yourself feel better. I have sold myself the lie that it takes all this time, whether it be putting makeup on or curling my hair or doing, putting on the nice outfit and setting it out the night before. I swear it takes all this time. It doesn't. It does not. And then when I do it, people react. I mean, audibly. And they'll say, you know, 
you have a glow about you. What's going on today? How? And you're like, oh, it's it's nothing, but it is. Maybe it's just the mascara, or I try to minimize it. Oh, it's just, it's just I got my hair done. But I think it's all of it. I feel good, so I'm smiling. I'm sitting up. I am walking into the room confident and not trying to shy away because I don't want anyone to look at me. All of that plays in, like you said, Aaron, to to feeling like I deserve all of these different things that are coming. I feel like, yeah, I deserve that salad, of course, because I look pretty great. The other day, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get to McDonald's because, of course, (laughs) this moo-moo deserves McDonald's (laughs) because they're very comfortable. Don't knock moo-moos. Moo-moos are comfortable, but but they're not really the best when you're going out in public. Listen, our grandmothers had 10 babies while wearing moo-moos. I'm going to tell you. And all the patterns too. Just right. I mean, patterns galore. <laughs> they love to do that to us. Why does everything have a pattern? Right. It's like either like the horizontal stripes or the flowers <laughs> everywhere. Right. I look like a 1983 couch. Yeah, I felt they're like you're fat. This is what you get to wear. Right. Okay? <laughs> Congrats and pay eight hundred dollars for it. Right. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. Sorry. <laughs> but so, what does it take? And maybe what has it taken you to? get your confidence to that level. Like, do you remember different points in your journey? Because I certainly do where confidence was at an absolute low. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, depending on where you fall in the weight spectrum, feeling like I can't wear nice clothes Mm -hmm. because I can't find nice clothes because that is a reality. Mm -hmm. You know, honestly, I I just got sick of myself. I, I don't know if it, that, that, That was my bottom line. I was tired of wearing the same thing every day. My whole closet was black, black pants, black tops, as if black somehow made me disappear and look skinny. It didn't. It just made me look like a blob of black. Um, And I I started to just, I I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to feel this way. So I don't know what's going to make me change. But I said, let me fake it till I make it. Mm -hmm. And so- it's not something that I've mastered, but I feel that whole faking it till you make it, that whole I don't identify, even if I don't feel it, I'm going to to try. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try has been something that's a game changer for me because it's been working. I've been mm-hmm. seeing the results in terms of my confidence and not have lost even when I didn't lose anything on the scale. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I'm with you. I think that the faking it till until I make it has has been what's helped me in addition to just listening to advice of others like Candace with the mantras, trying to keep the positive scripts going in my head, even if I don't believe them yet, just trying to reframe and stop the negative. And I think there's been plenty of topics for, for WW meetings where we've talked about stopping those negative thoughts in their tracks and reframing, rephrasing. Um, what what is true, and then you know what I want to be. I love how we've talked about identity 
and just identifying with something different. And, and also just to speak to the clothing. Um, I, I love fashion. I love clothes. And it is really challenging to find things that fit and that um, are flattering and also stylish. Um, so when I do find something, I um, I might spend a little bit more money on it or I might buy a couple of shirts, even though, you know, <laughs> like it's taboo to say, oh, I bought five of the same shirts and different colors. But if it fits and it's flattering, I, I take advantage of that and, and I accessorize. I feel like wearing jewelry means so much, just like you were saying earlier, Candice, with the, you know, it doesn't take long to do. There are some days where I'm like, oh, I just don't care. I want to walk out the door. But it's like, no, grab some earrings. It'll make a difference. And I think things like that really do help the confidence and then help the journey. Yeah, I think, um, Candice, what you said about wearing black I, that hits like a little space in my heart because one of the things that I notice that when I am in my weight journey, lacking confidence because I've gained weight and I'm feeling the weight of the weight, my wardrobe suddenly turns into all black. And when I'm confident and I'm happy in my weight, or I'm starting to see progress, suddenly my wardrobe starts to spark into color. And so that for me is a really big mental assessment. And I don't even notice that it's happening until I get in the middle of it. And I'm like, oh, wait, everything is really dark colors. Why is that? And it's not that I, uh, are you dressing to attract or are you dressing attractively, right? You know, which are you choosing to do? I want to dress attractively, but there are times, depending where I am, I dress to hide. I don't even, I don't even dress to be seen. And when I have the black, I'm dressing to hide, not to be seen. And I think that's also not just with the colors, but with the size, sometimes the oversized, you know, <laughs> when you're wearing the same flow, I use, I use the excuse of calling it flowy. Flowy is not what it is. It's, it's bigger baggy. because it gives me space and baggy. Yeah. Say it, Ricky, say it louder. Baggy. baggy, baggy. You know? <laughs> And I said, and I would do it and I would have this excuse of, oh, well, it's comfortable. I'm like, these are your pregnancy pants. Okay. <laughs> the baby is 15 months old. Okay. So there's no need for you to have the, cause I don't know if you know, when you have maternity genes, they have like this stretch. Oh, it's glorious <laughs> by the way. They are glorious. And I had a friend who used to wear maternity jeans and she never had a baby. And I was like, why would she do that? Why? I understand now you know, because you they're know. very comfortable. <laughs> However, I do find that when I'm feeling more confident, not for any other reason other than I'm feeling confident, I might put on something that's a little tighter or more form fitting, which honestly makes you look smaller to, you know, than the form, the frumpy Mm -hmm. oversized clothes. Mm -hmm. And that plus, like you said, Air, uh, Ricky, the accessories, mm -hmm. all of those things play together. And it's something that you can do. And it, it takes years off of you. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's very, very important. And I, and I wonder, but I wanted to ask you all a question because one of the things that's also as a reform people pleaser, because that's not my identity anymore because of what we learned in atomic habits by Aaron. Thank you. It's not well, my identity. By James Clear, but I recommended the book. Well, <laughs> for real WW talk purposes, it's by Aaron Brand. Yeah. So, but my, my challenge is sometimes I still care about what other people think. Mm, so sure. 
that is the hardest part sometimes, or it's like, if I want to go out and wear color, but I don't feel, I'm not sure if it's a color that somebody will like, or they'd be like, Ooh, that's a little hot pink mm-hmm. having to, to, it, it's easy for, to say that you shouldn't care, but for a lot of people, we do care and it can impact your ability to put yourself out there mm-hmm. or maybe to try something that's a little, um, less risque because black, mm-hmm. I feel like is safe. The yeah. feeling is it's safe. Color is like, some people may like the color. Some people may not mm-hmm. you put on accessories. Oh, you're wearing those earrings are really big. Those mm-hmm. are some big hoops. You really need something a little less, you know, those are, you're going to, and you're inviting people to give you feedback. I remember a couple of years ago, um, <laughs> I, ha- I was one of the events that I was doing as part of work and I had seen this particular listener. Uh, I'm in radio. I saw this listener at an event uh, about the week before, and then they came to another event and I happened to have been wearing the same necklace and it was kind of this chunky white necklace. I loved it. I still love it. And he goes, Hey, you wore that last week. And I said, well, if I had known you were my fashion police, I would have invited you to help me pick out my jewelry for today. But I said, would you, if you come next week, I'll probably be wearing it too. <laughs> did it, but did it ever bother you? Did it take you time to get there, Aaron? Did, were you ever bothered by the opinions of others? Oh, I was it? bothered by that opinion mm-hmm. because I was like, how dare you were first off, sir, I snuck you into this event. So I did you a nice thing. Okay. <laughs> and then you're going to come smack off all over my necklace. And like, how dare you wear the same thing twice? Like, oh, I was so, oh, I was so not having that. So, but you know me, I tried to deal with it first in humor before I then lay a flat out smackdown. So I didn't have to get there. I dealt with it with humor, but I was not having it. But I will say I'm confident enough. Like I like this necklace. I don't care what you think about it. I'm the Mm -hmm. one choosing to wear it. Exactly. And, um, I, people know me enough to know, like I'll wear color. So next week I was asked one of our, our staff meeting, uh, I, they asked me to wear the color green. It's something to do with a game that they're going to be doing. And so I don't have green in my wardrobe. Mm. That's not, that's not in my color wheel. And so I said, the only green thing that I have is my Christmas tree. I have, <laughs> I have a Christmas tree, you know, like a character Christmas yes. tree. Ricky's yes. seen it. She's got a picture. I, I've, I've seen it to be in a parking lot going to a Target. And I saw Erin with her promotions vehicle with a sign and a Christmas tree. I think it was a, someone else was in a Chick-fil-A cow suit and you were holding a Christmas tree. And I'm like, Erin? if anybody is wearing a Christmas tree, it's Aaron. So I said, listen, the only thing I have is a Christmas tree. Can I wear it? And they're like, absolutely. So I'm showing up wearing a Christmas tree. Everybody else is going to be in shorts and t-shirts, but I'm going to be sitting there in my Christmas tree. It's going to be the best thing in the world. I've just learned. It's not that I don't care. I do care because I always want to show up nice and, you know, professional and whatnot. But, Mm -hmm. um, I don't tell you what to wear. I don't tell anybody else what to wear. Um, so I really don't accept that for myself. Have, have you guys ever had moments, though, when people haven't complimented you and you've been a little bit, I don't want to say, yeah. Well, so this, <laughs> like, I got dressed up for this. I'm looking nice for you. I fixed my hair. He's like, do you see exactly. my hair? Um, huh? <laughs> right. But so the funny thing is, you know, working in a diverse community, 
Um, some people don't always know what to say when uh, a black woman has longer hair or has a different hairstyle. Um, so I think they, people at my new setting have been told not to um, say, say things about people's hair. So I think it comes from a place of people not wanting to offend. But so it turned into all the black women being like, hey, and all of the other people at my job just being like, hi, happy Monday. And I'm like, <laughs> happy Monday. Okay. <laughs> so as the Caucasian of the group here, because as soon as you jumped in, I went, oh, but Love we're it. friends. Right. So I know that I can do it because I think you look so regal with your hair like that. I just think it looks so amazing. Thank you. If it was the Caucasian coworker who knows you, but not quite knows you because you're still new. Is mm-hmm. that okay to say, I like what you did with your hair. That looks good. I personally wouldn't have been offended. And I don't think that's what they said that the person said that offended someone, but I think they've overgeneralized it. So that's what I took. And that's why I chose not, I made the choice not to be offended by people not yeah. saying anything, but I did think about it. I was like, yeah, it's quite. But isn't it kind of like weight? Like, I mean, in a weird way, honestly, it's yeah. you never know if you can if someone has lost weight and you want to say, "Girl, you're looking amazing," or right. then the person's like, "Well, what is that supposed what to mean? Like what did I look like before?" <laughs> I, mean, I think we've made it such a PC culture that people just yes. really don't have a clue. Right. Yes. So I think there's some who may have had something happen where that causes them not to say it, but others who really truly are like. I don't know what to do here. Yes. See, for me, I always figure you just go like, oh, somebody looks like they're ready to crush a Monday. Hello. (laughs) Like, I feel like I could, that's me. That would be my approach. Mm -hmm. Or like, you're looking extra good right now. What are mm-hmm. you doing? Yeah. Like you don't have to say something specific about like, oh, your waistline looks like, a, like right. you don't have to draw attention to something. Right. I like when people use general terms, like you're glowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you are just, just a whole ball of energy coming into this room. Like something about your aura is just great today. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, you know, it's just the 10 pounds that I lost. Right. Well, but that's it because then that gives someone permission to say if they choose to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, usually I'll just say, I know I do look extra fine today, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) But that's the only thing I'm trying to dig just really quickly a little because, Erin, I feel like maybe you were born with that confidence to just be like, okay. Well, that's why I wanted to kind of because there's some, Mm -hmm. me included, where that's a struggle to, to not to just be like, well, I wore these. If, if the person, the listener, or when you're marketing, when you were talking in your story had said that to me, I may have said that I didn't care. And he'd look at him and I can't believe that he said that, but it would have sat with me mm-hmm. for a while. And it would have been hard for me to let go. I'm trying to get better with that, but that's not something that I've mastered. And I want to have mastered it. So badly because I know intellectually that it shouldn't matter what other people think, but it still does. And I don't yeah. like it. So I just, I, when I asked you the question, it's more like, how do you get there? Like what, was there something that happened in your life that helped you get to this point where you're at, where it's just like, you don't get to talk to me like that. I get to wear what I want and you don't get to do that. And you mean it. You know, I, I, I honestly think it's literally saying that inside my head and feeling before, right before I joined WW, I mean, I started WW at what, 235, 
right? And so I'm, you know, and this is no shade on Lane Bryan or Torrid because they were there for me when I needed them and they still have wonderful clothes. Um, it was, I started, I, I actually consciously went, I need, I need to treat myself like I love myself because I do not love myself right now. Um, I don't, I, I don't like the thoughts that are happening in my head and I feel like a horrible, miserable person. And I think one of the first ways for me is just starting to, I'm not going to let people walk over me. And the only way that they're doing it is because I don't even have respect for myself right now. And if I don't have respect and confidence, I can't expect anyone to. And so I literally, I went to Lane Bryant and like bought a whole wardrobe and I finally felt confident and I, it made me feel beautiful having those clothes. And I bought, I remember like I had a hot pink shirt and like, (laughs) and some of them had like little rhinestones on it. Like I wasn't a (laughs) rhinestone person. Right. But it helped me feel confident. And then honestly starting there and turning off what I would call the merry-go-round, that Mm -hmm. merry-go-round, I I would pull the brake when I would start to say something negative to myself about myself. And it was no popping off the merry-go-round. I'm not on that. I'm not on this ride anymore. And it was constantly reinforcing to myself uh, that I matter. I deserve to take up space here. You know, some of those things that we've, we've talked about before and, and owning, owning myself and not allowing myself to say those comments to myself meant I wasn't going to allow then other people to say comments. And, you know, I I mean, I don't know if this has happened to you guys too, but walking in the mall and you walk by one of the uh, kiosks and they're squirting, you know, lotion onto people's hands Mm -hmm. and then they see you coming and they turn and they won't squirt lotion onto your hands. Right. I don't now when I walk by as a, well, 40 pound lighter person, uh, nobody, no, you're not touching me. You wouldn't touch me before. You're not touching mm-hmm. me now. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. So for me, it just became a having the confidence in myself and then realizing that I want other people to treat me with that same confidence. And I was going to make sure that they saw the confidence. So honestly, it was probably an overcompensation if you want to know the truth to make mm-hmm. people think that I was confident, maybe part of that fake it till you make it mm-hmm. to now where I've settled a little bit more into, into myself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm a little jealous because I, just with your kiosk story, I always wanted them to leave me alone. I apparently got the aggressive people who would like try to hold me down and be like, ma'am, take a spray. I'm like, please just leave me alone. I don't want any of your products. Somebody just ignored me oh. this weekend. I was like, <laughs> they didn't ignore me. They just no. ran, they ran after me. They were like, you're going to take this hair product. I was like, don't I had one. They were this. trying to give me oil and they were trying to straighten my hair. And I was like, so offended. I'm like, this is my natural hair. Why are you trying to change it? And do you know how long it's taken me to accept my natural hair and feel beautiful with it? And that it is uh, professional and, you know, mm-hmm. something that can, like, I could wear this to, with a nice dress for a black tie event, right? Like mm-hmm. natural hair is beautiful and deserves to be seen and not straightened and hidden away. Like, mm-hmm. no, take your oil and go. <laughs> yes. I go to the aggressive malls where they're just like, you will take this. No. <laughs> uh, hey, something, you know, what we wanted to do this week this can help build confidence too, is attending the WW studio meetings. And I love that. I love that they still, that they are keeping and investing in the online meetings, especially, you know, if there's weeks like where we aren't able to attend our in-person workshop. Um, And Ricky, you found somebody this week that you wanted to recommend. 
I did. I knew I was going to miss my Saturday meeting. Um, so I found a Friday evening meeting with Maggie S. And it was a good meeting. It was, um, you know, she shared that she lost over 100 pounds. And that was exciting to hear. She, she lost it in a, a recent amount of time. And um, she's really upbeat, really um, she likes to sing. She's a music teacher. So she's saying happy birthday in a very beautiful voice <laughs> to, to someone in the group. And, um, she had asked a lot of thoughtful questions and, and really gave good feedback to people, um, and seemed to remember a lot of good details about her members. So I really, um, even though I was just kind of peeking in as a new person, trying out a new meeting, it was, I felt included in the meeting. So that was nice. Um, and she had a really supportive, um, workshop assistant. I don't know exactly what term it liaison, whatever term they use for the people who kind of keep the chat going and keep the meeting going. But um, yeah, she was a really good leader. And um, I definitely would recommend that if you're looking for someone new. All right. Maggie, yes. In the spotlight this week. All right. Well, that about does it for us this week for Real WW Talk. We hope, uh, hope that you have a good week and, you know, switch up the wardrobe this week. Get rid of, if you are wearing all black, wear some color. Yeah, wear some color and a nice necklace. Yeah, fabulous piece of jewelry. You know, make yourself feel good, look good, feel good because it will enhance your confidence this week and that will even help at the scale. Just make sure you take off the heavy jewelry before you weigh in, (laughs) FYI. Because if you have a gain, you will always blame the jewelry. It's true. I'm "I'm taking everything off. (laughs) Take the glasses off. off. Take it all off. Ricky, you're going to have to compensate for your hair at the scale now. Have you thought about that? (laughs) No. She has it out for like the next three weeks. She's like, this darn hair, right? Five pounds. <laughs> Not that much hair, but you know. So, listen, I want you to go get the scale out and just weigh. Just do this. Hold your braids over top of the scale and see what it comes up as. <laughs> All right, we're out. Have a great week. Throw some color into your wardrobe. Bye. Bye.